Our passage today comes from Hebrews. Um, it's throughout the whole book of Hebrews, but I won't read all that. I'm going to start out in Hebrews 10, 1 through 5. The old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview of the good things to come. Not the good things themselves, the sacrifices under the system were repeated again and again, year after year, but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who come to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped, for the worshipers would have been purified once and for all, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But instead, those sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year. For it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That is why when Christ came into the world, he said to God, you did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings, but you have given me a body to offer. You were not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin. And then I'd like to read in um, Hebrews 13, just chapter 8, or verse 8. Yeah. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So do not be attracted by strange new ideas. And then skip down to... Uh, verse 12. So also Jesus suffering and died outside the city gates to make it possible or to make his people holy by means of his own blood. Therefore let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God proclaiming our allegiance to his name and don't forget to do good and to share to those who need. So in Hebrews 13 and 8, the unchanging Christ is the same forever. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is eternally trustworthy. The writer of Hebrews simply said, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. In a turbulent and fast-changing world, there goes from one crisis to the next. Nothing seems permanent. However, this statement of faith has been a source of strength and encouragement for Christians in every generation for centuries. In a world that is flying apart politically, economically, personally, and spiritually, Jesus Christ is our only secure anchor. Though all the changes in society, the church around us, and in our spiritual life within us, Jesus Christ remains the same. As our personal faith seizes hold of him, he will participate in his unchangeableness. Like Christ, it will know no change and will always be the same. He is just as faithful now as he has ever been. Jesus Christ is the same for all eternity. He has not changed and he never will. He steadily says to us, I will never fail you nor forsake you. The name Jesus speaks of his coming to save his people from their sins. The title Christ is his official title declaring his deity as the Son of God. The psalmist declared, 
but you are the same and your years will not come to an end. That comes from Psalm 102 and 27. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday because he was active in creation. And these days has spoken us to his son whom he appointed heir of all things. Through him he had made the world. And he is the radiance of his glory to the exact representation of his nature. And upholds all things by the word of his power. When he had made purification of sin, he sat down at the right hand of God. Jesus Christ is the same today, offering salvation to everyone who calls upon his name. He again fixes a certain day, today. Seeing through David after so long a time, just as been said before, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Hebrews 4 and 7. Jesus Christ is the same forever, reigning in glory at the right hand of the Father in heaven. But he, having offered one sacrifice for sin for all time, then sat down at the right hand of God. Since Jesus Christ is unchanging, so is the truth concerning him. Yesterday, he is our mediator, dying in our place on the cross to cover all of our sins. In a perfect sacrifice for sin. And today, he intercedes in heaven, representing us before the Father in heaven. Forever, he is our great high priest. He is priest forever and has been demonstrated in each of these passages of Scripture in Hebrews. Well, I won't read all of them. In each of these passages of Scriptures, the truth is very clear. Jesus Christ is always the same. The author of Hebrews has demonstrated the great difference between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant in the absolute perfection of Christ's redemption and eternal priesthood. This new life in the covenant of Christ does not change with every religious fad that comes to town. Its anchor within the veil of Jesus, the high priest, after the power, his endless life in free, uninterrupted, unbroken, abiding fellowship with the Father. Whatever circumstances in which we find ourselves, we come to experience what he had done for us even for one moment in the past. He would do every day and every hour because he is always the same yesterday, today, and forever. All that Jesus was yesterday, he is today. The truth is Jesus Christ is God's final word to men of all ages. He is relevant for every age. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In Hebrews 1 and 3, he is the same person he, as he was when here on earth. When we read these words, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. We are carried back to the long ages before he became flesh. However, Jesus did not begin to live when he was born in the flesh of the Virgin Mary in Bethlehem. He simply changed his robes. He's the eternal second person of the Holy Trinity. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, 
and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, as we see in John 1, 1 and 2. The Apostle Paul tells us Jesus was in the form of God, though not robbery to be equal with God, removing himself of his garments of glory that had been his form for his from all eternity and clothed himself in the garments of a common man in the flesh and was obedient unto death. He was fully God and fully human. The absolute essential fact is he was the same in past eternity. He changes not. The context of this great statement of faith is the conclusion of the book of Hebrews. He who was yesterday did not fail to help Moses, Joshua, David, the prophets, or even the apostle Paul, and the saints down throughout history. He was faithful to every one of them, and he has promised to be faithful to every one of us today and will continue to be a steadfast help to his people forever. I search for an absolute in, an age of change. He changes not, and I therefore have security. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being, has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. In John 1, 1 through 4, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. His eternal existence is declared in these words. In the beginning was the word. He is no facilitating whim of the age. The word was with God, a distinct personality of the true and perfect deity because the word was God. His personal relationship with the Father is unchangeable. He was in the beginning with God, and because of his resurrection and ascension, he still is in the presence of the Father in a perfect relationship. Moreover, his understanding of man never needs to change. He, no one knows me like the one who made me. All things were made by him. Where would you turn for a revelant Christ that is not found in the historic Christ? Would you like the modern self-made cults turn to your own making or to some new age enlightenment? God in Christ has already become one of us in order to demonstrate his love for us and to show us what God is really like. God came and revealed himself to a sinful and disobedient, rebellious men. I do not need a greater light. I only need to respond to the one true and supreme Lord of all creation. Why should I turn to some lesser light? All other spiritual lights are only creepy shadows of the one who masquerades as the angel of light, Satan himself. We do not have to look far to discover what evil lurks within the hearts of man. God has fully revealed himself and man in this stubborn rebellion cries for something greater and better like selfish, pampered children wanting for something new. God has spoken. He has not changed and he will not. He's the same as he was yesterday 
and I find stability for my soul and eternal peace with God because he is the same. I have eternal security of a right relationship with him, not of my self-making or choosing, but in his all-sufficient wisdom and grace. I know that what he said will still remain true for you and me today. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. We all know where that comes from in the Bible, right? (laughs) Um, That great truth will not change because our Savior changes not. His word and eternal promises remain the same throughout all eternity. Yesterday, he was with the Father. Today, he is with you, and he will be your prosperity forevermore. These words apply in every situation, in every generation of people who love God and are called by his purposes. The Lord God has answered the cry in the heart of mankind for God to reveal all mysteries and make plain who he is. No, he has not answered all of our questions about an internal, all-knowing, sovereign creator. However, he has revealed enough about himself to answer our deepest needs. He became flesh, or Jesus Christ became flesh, and he is the same one who walked the dusty roads of Galilee, changed the water into wine in Canaan, and raised the dead in Lazarus' tomb. We are told that the Father raised Jesus from the dead. On another occasion, Jesus said, For the reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life so that I may take it up again. No one has taken it away from me, but I lay lay it down on my own initiative. I have authority to lay it down, and I have the authority to take it up again. This commandment I received from my Father. There is perfect unity in the Holy Trinity in the death, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus Christ. The Godhead always works in perfect harmony. After his resurrection, he went back to be with the Father in perfect fellowship. The moment you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive the Father and the Son. For I am the vine and you are the branches. Abide in me and I in you. What an eternal blessing to be enjoyed today. Intimate, holy communion with our eternal Savior. Can there ever be anything more relevant than this great truth? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Our, Our Christian doctrine does not change from one day to day. Or as religious leaders pass on because Jesus Christ is the same. The truth is fixed in him. The gospel is everlasting. The unchanging Christ is the same forever. God is coming to take control of things of this world and the Holy Spirit will be poured out upon all flesh. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in counsel in the past eternity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit working out the salvation here on earth. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bringing in the glory 
by and by, when the long period of man's trial is over, when the kingdom is fully established and the Lord Jesus Christ abides forever, the one in whom the Father and the Spirit as well, as the Son are fully displayed. For he is the image of the invisible God. The quality of our redemption secured by Jesus is forever because he is forever. Here is one of the most profound, relevant truths in God's word. Jesus Christ came from glory and took upon our flesh and humbled himself to die as our substitute to pay for our, our death penalty. The same Jesus will be unchanged when he returns to this earth in triumphant glory. He is our unchanged and unchangeable Savior. When he comes again, he will not be wearing servant robes, but the robes of the eternal King of glory. He will be dressed in the robes of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He came the first time to bear our sins and inequity and die as our substitute. Today he lives to make intercession for us as our mediator. When he comes, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God and the Father. The Jehovah in the Old Testament is the Jesus of Nazareth in the New. The unchangeable one is the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the unchangeable Jehovah. The same God that formed you in your mother's womb is the same God today. The same God of your salvation is still the same God today. No matter what changes or what storms ahead, and I can tell you there will be storms ahead, but we can rest in the confidence that God will still be the same God. The same God who spoke everything into existence. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. I, for one, am glad that God loves me no matter what life throws at us or what we are going through. Today, you can take courage in this. God loves you, and nothing can change that. In Romans 8 and 35 says, Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction or persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, or sword? No, nothing can separate us, my friends. Do you remember the day you accepted the Lord into your life as your personal Savior? Do you remember the excitement? No matter where you are in life, the same God is there. And I'm thankful that God meets us where we are at. He is there where we are at our worst, our broken, or if we are full of this world. Then he makes us whole through the blood of Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I would like to take a look at some of um, who God is throughout the Bible. Right from the beginning, in Genesis, we see that he is the breath of life. In Exodus, he shows up as the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he is our high priest. In number, he's the fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he's Israel's guide. 
In Joshua, he's salvation's choice. In Judges, he is Israel's guard. In Ruth, he is the kingsman redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, he is our trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, we see him as sovereign. In Ezra, he is true and faithful. In Nehemiah, he's the one who rebuilds walls and rebuilds lives. In Esther, he is our courage. In Job, he is our timeless redeemer. In Psalms, he is our morning song. In Proverbs, he is our wisdom. In, in Ecclesiastes, he is the time and the season. In the Song of Solomon, he is a lover's dream. In Isaiah, he is the Prince of Peace. In Jeremiah, he is the weeping prophet. In Lamentations, he is the cry for Israel. In Ezekiel, he is the call from sin. In Daniel, he is the stranger who will show up in your fire. In Hosea, he is forever faithful. In Joel, he is the Spirit's power. In Amos, he is the strong arms that carry. In Obadiah, he is the Lord our Savior. In Jonah, he is the great missionary. In Micah, he is the promise of peace. In Nehemiah, he is our strength and our shield. In Habak and Zephaniah, he is the one who brings revival. In Haggai, he restores anything that has been lost. In Zechariah, he is our fountain. In Malachi, the end of the Old Testament, we see him as a son of righteousness, rising with healing in his wings. And that's just who he is in the Old Testament. There are times we face challenges or really difficulties in life. And we wonder if God really cares about us. We have a little pity party. <laughs> um, we ask, does God really love us? Because God's word answers this time and time again. Not only did God declare his love for us, he demonstrated it through the cross, where he died for our sins so we could be made acceptable, acceptable to the Lord. There are times when we lose perspective and we focus on the problems of this world. And we wonder if or how this will work out in the end. We lose sight of God and look at the problems and the storms of this life. But we must be in God's word and in prayer so we stay focused on God. Everything the world wants can be found in Christ. My friends, the Bible you hold in your hand does not contain the Word of God. It is the Word of God. Listen, God's mercy is so simple when we admit our sins and ask for mercy. He is faithful, faithful to forgive us. He is a God of love. Jesus, the name which is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee will bow, and those who are in heaven and on earth, and every, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Right now, today, 
claim and trust this unchanging Jesus Christ and, and in him, an intimate personal love relationship with him never disappoints. Our Lord and Savior is the eternal, unchangeable Christ, the anointed Messiah. He is God's last unchangeable word to mankind. Believe in him and be saved today. Jesus Christ is the first and the last, the one who is, the one who was, and the one who is to come, the almighty Lord Jesus Christ. Amid all the changes in the church and the circumstances around us, or in our hearts within us. And this one word is a strength and joy nothing can take away. Jesus Christ, the same today, yesterday, and forever. Amen.